You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Drive with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson on your 24 7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to our number three of our live coverage here at St. Vincent College. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. This is The Drive. And uh, as we do at the top of our number three here, Matt, as we've done throughout this training camp, it's time for the fantasy football focus. And nice, nice. you finally know. Finally got my draft slot for my, my home league. Some people were worried about that. Yeah, this has gone on since like... 1993 or something we started this league but i am picking five in a 12 team league so i wanted to run one back and just kind of get my first taste of what i'm gonna do you know try to figure this thing out i don't love the spot but man whatever i'll make it work i'll still win this (laughs) (laughs) these jabronis you know right uh it's a half ppr league half ppr so that changes things a little bit slightly uh, we're also only uh, you also only start two wide receivers instead of the three we had been drafting so it's one quarterback Two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, which can be a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. One defense and one special teams, and we're going to draft six uh, bench players as well. You draft more than that, which we do, but it's really scraping the bottom of the barrel. It does. The end of the draft, everyone's kind of looking at each other cross-eyed for one thing, and the uh, it's hard to find good guys on the waiver yeah, wire. This so. is not a super flex either. Not right? a super flex. Okay, no, so. We're going to go ahead. That, and, that's out of their pay grade. We're going to go ahead and draft that today on Draft Wizard. Uh, Fantasy yeah, I need a good co-pilot here to give me a good strategy going. Okay, and this is kind of how we thought it was going to go here, um, to a certain degree. So Justin Jefferson goes first to Lambda Slaughter. Uh, <laughs> then uh, Smile for the Kamara took Christian McCaffrey at two. Yeah. Three was Judge Judy's uh, took Jamar Chase, uh, and then to Infinity and Bijan. Took Austin Eckelar, not Bajon. Didn't take Bajon, okay. Didn't take Bajon. So, and then, so Pump the Drakes is then at 1-6. 1-7 is for Netflix and Chill. Uh, 1-8 is Apple of My Ayukes. Uh 1-9 is Stafford F-150. 1-10 is Marshall Lawrence. Uh, 1-11 is the Jackson 5. Nice. Uh, and 1-12, it hurts so good one. Yeah, okay. That's a new one. Yeah, yeah, didn't I haven't heard these names in a while. Yeah. We haven't mocked it up in at least a week. So, to me, uh, you got a choice of three guys here. Okay. Tyreek. Interested. Travis Kelsey. Or Bijan Robinson. One of these days, I mean, I'm going to run one of these with Kelsey as the pick. Or a couple of them, probably over the weekend or till we talk next. But I'm not willing to go down that road yet. They're also the top suggestion for you here is Cooper Cup. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I want help on these. I mean, this is a yeah. this isn't just my team. I lean towards Bijan here. I think there's a bit of a gap between him and the other running backs to consider at this point. Yeah, you cool with that? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's take Bijan Robinsons. I can't believe to Infinity and Bijan. What are you even doing? Yeah, you got to change your name. You got to change your name now. He took Ekelar. Right. Okay, so now you get a little bit of a weight here. So the rest of the first round in this one, we haven't done one of these in a while, so we'll read it off. So Travis Kelsey went at 
Makes sense. Then he'll be in consideration at one five. Yeah. Cooper Cup one seven one eight was Tyreek Hill one nine Nick Chubb. I know I'm not going to get him in the second round. So he's. Yeah. Uh, I would love to have Chubb on this team. That sounds like I got no chance of it. One ten Saquon Barkley one eleven is Stephon Diggs one twelve C D Lamb. Oh, a little early for Lamb. Uh, two one was AJ Brown. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown Tony Pollard Derrick Henry Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm happy to see Mahomes go. Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson. Hmm. I kind of thought Wilson might be my pick here. So the top suggestions for you, Jonathan Taylor, who again has left Colts camp. Hmm. That yeah, news came out today. Yeah, so I guess it's he a, came back for a, a day. A low moment. Yeah. I didn't hear that. Okay. Uh, Josh Jacobs, <clears throat> who's also still also not there. Not there. Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave. Do you? I mean, this is a side note. If Jacobs and Taylor were clean right now. No questions. You know exactly what's going on. Are they like one two one two turn? Yeah. I mean they're gone. Yeah. They're okay. I agree. So you're getting a bargain price here if you trust it. Who were the receivers? Waddle and Alave are the top two here on the suggested thing. So you got Alave, Waddle, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith. Then you could take any quarterback besides Mahomes or Andrews. I'm yeah. not willing to do either one of those. Yeah. And your top running backs available. Taylor. Taylor, Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris. Who do you like? I'm kind of leaning towards Olave. I was going to say the same thing. Really? And, and there's a reason behind that. So if I look at the group here, the, the four guys that, that are being suggested here, Waddle, Olave, Higgins, and Devontae Smith, three of those guys are number twos on their own team. Mm-hmm. Olave is not. He's not. Yeah, I'm a little worried about investing in Dolphins at the moment, too, with left tackle going down, and what if Tua goes down next, you know? Yeah. I think Olave's a pick. Okay. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. All right, so Chris Olave is your number one receiver. Then. I'm cool with that. Okay. Now we're back up here uh, at 3-5. Two of those receivers are still available, T. Higgins and Devontae Smith, along with D.K. Metcalf and Mari Cooper. The running back live with the top two. Joe Mixon, yeah. Travis Atn, Jamar Gibbs, Brees Hall. Yuck. You're real yuck. Real yuck. I don't like this third round at all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the top suggestions for you. Devontae Smith, Mark Andrews, Joe Mixon, Travis Atn. Is this Andrews worthy? Maybe. I mean, you're... I mean I'm going to take him the second round. You could wait around and take Hawkinson if there was somebody else there mm-hmm. that, you, that you really liked. Who's the best quarterback? Is Allen there? Did he go? Lamar. Yeah. I know this is – I'm a, everyone listens. I know – knows that I'm real into Lamar this year. But I – for picking five, you either got to take him here. You're not going to take him in the second round. You're not going to give him the fourth. Like, this is your only opportunity to take Lamar, and I'm going to have to come to grips. Am I willing to do that at 3-5 or not? Yeah. Who would you go with? Uh... I tend to think I'd take Lamar over Andrews if we're doing that route. I think Devontae Smith's attractive. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've picked him once in our box, though. We haven't. Doesn't mean he's bad. I, I think but... I think that Andrews and Hawkinson are really close. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't like I'm looking at the other one. I'm looking here at their projected points between the difference between the two. Last year, Hawkinson had 168, and Andrews scored 152, and they're projecting some for some reason. 
that Andrews is going to score 166 this year and Hawkinson is going to see a, a step backwards at 157. Mm. Mm. I don't see Hawkinson taking a step backwards. Because his Lion games Those, yeah, hurt him more than hurt, the right. like There were games where he just didn't catch many. Right. I mean, he's going to have 17 games, one, presumably. Yeah. Once you know, he went on to Minnesota, team. he was like, he's getting 10 targets a game. I, I'm not taking a tight end here. I don't okay. Think. I, I think that's the conclusion. We'll see what's out there round four, but I don't think a tight end's in the So mix. I think it comes down to. I just want to see what other backs are available here. Mm-hmm. Maybe some. Like I don't like those backs. I don't like ATN. I didn't like Hall this early. Oh, man, I, I don't think I'd take Cook. I definitely wouldn't take Mixon. They've gotten just devastated here. Like uh, it's too it's too early for Damian Pierce. That's the name I was about to throw out. Yeah. But boy, that's a reach. Um, I hope he's there in the fourth round. I'd run to the podium. I mean, you're looking. At, I just I just ran up a bunch of them here. Mixon, ATN, Gibbs, Brees Hall. I'm sort Madison, of interested in Gibbs. Kenneth Walker, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, Damian Pierce, James Conner. If I took Gibbs, I'd have two rookie running backs and a second-year receiver, though. <laughs> you know, like that's really young <laughs> and unproven. His team's name to the young right, guys. right, right, right. I don't know. I think it comes down to me. Who do you like better out of Devonta Smith or Lamar? Lamar. Safe. Yeah. I think that's a good approach. Safer. Safer. I mean, a quarterback safe in general. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I mean, when you're in a – yesterday we talked about some do's and don'ts and fantasies. And, and I think when you're in a round like this, it just doesn't really go your way. Take the best player. Take the best player, safest, you know. Especially this early. Yeah, yeah. You can pivot whatever, wherever you need to pivot after mm-hmm. that. Let's see. We'll take an extra receiver. We'll take an extra back late, you know. Oh, man, the running backs are getting just crushed I, I in this I hate it when I picked that. Yeah, I, I assume Pierce is gone. Um. Eesh. We're looking at Alexander Madison, Cam Akers, James Conner, Rashad White, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery. I'm not taking any of those guys here. Javante Williams, James Cook. I never do this approach, the the hero running back. But I might wait and take five or six of them in the eighth or tenth round, you know. Uh, Looking at the receivers, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Debo Samuel. I think I'd take Ridley. I would take I'd look Ridley there. I mean, Ridley's my favorite name so far. How about a tight end? George Kittle, Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard. So Hawkins. one of them will be there around the corner, though. You would think. Yeah, you would. Good think. luck. I mean, I, I would have a hard time building a team going quarterback, tight end in round three and four. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna be so bad everywhere else. I think Ridley's a pick. Okay, Ridley, it is. Ridley me this. I'm pretty happy about that. No, how come they don't have Ridley me yeah, this? Yeah, come on, that, that's easy. Yeah, that's an easy one. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> back up here now at 5-5. Five, five. The top receiver is still available. Jerry Judy, Terry McLaurin. Well, you don't need a – I got two in the flex. flex right, right. Yeah. I mean, my flex is not going to be a running back. I already know that. Yeah. I mean, the way that you got Judy, McLaurin, Watson, Christian Watson, Chris Godwin. The McLaurin's my favorite of those. Okay, so the running backs didn't get hit. Good. Everybody must be filled up with running backs. So it's Cam Akers, James Conner, Alvin Kamar, Rashad White. Oh, I hate that neighborhood. David though. Montgomery. Uh, Javante Williams, James Cook, Isaiah Pacheco, DeAndre Swift. Mm-mm. How about tight ends? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin? Dalvin Cook. Did you take Dalvin over Kamara? Well, Kamara's out for three weeks. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think, that's yes. a healthy portion of yeah. your season. All right, Dalvin versus McLaurin versus best tight end. Darren Waller or Kyle Pitts. I like Pitts better. Okay. Which one would you go with of those three? <sighs> Dalvin, McLaurin, Pitts. Dalvin. Okay. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, the, the backs to pick from next round are going to be dreadful. Yeah, I think it's going to be awful. You're, I mean, Dalvin Cook might not even be there at that point. Oh, like, I would bet not. And then the next thing you know, you're taking James Cook as your number two back. And, mm-hmm. That's that's actually a name I was. If I didn't go running back here, I would consider a round from now. You may take both of them. It's good synergy for that. You know, yeah, that's a Steelers brother to do. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> it's a Herbig. This is right. Steelers Nation Radio. You take, you take a brother. That's what you do. All right, so you're back up here. So you now have two wide receivers, two running backs, a quarterback. quarterback. You don't have a tight end yet. You don't have your flex yet. Is Pitts or Waller or Let's Goddard or one of those available? Uh, Pitts is gone, but Waller is there. Goddard's there. Evan Ingram there. Pat Fryermuth is there. Hmm. Goddard or Waller has a strong chance to be this pick. I like Waller better. I do too. Fewer mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he keeps he might be the true number one receiver there. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I have him over Goddard. Who's the best receiver in backs? Wide receiver, you're looking at Godwin, Ayuk, Mike Williams, Christian Kirk. They're all kind of the same. And you I think can't, you, can get you can't take Kirk because you've already no, you're Ridley, right? right, yeah. right. we took Ridley. Um, How about backs? I just want to see here. Deontay Johnson's still there. No, nah, that's not bad. Him or Ayuk, I wouldn't mind here or even around from now. Yeah. The the backs, you're, again, looking at David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara, James Cook, Khalil Herbert. Kamara's interesting. In this situation, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a flex, and I could put a receiver in there until he's ready. What do you think, Kamara, Deontay, or Waller? <sighs> I think I'd vote Waller. I think Waller. Yeah. Yeah. I think Waller. You I mean, he fill, could, he could have some league winner feel to him if he hits yeah there are going to be some weeks where he at least gets you i'm not going to say kittle like production i say he might catch 10 balls twice this year there'll be game, yeah there'll you be know. games where he gets you hawkinson andrews in, mm-hmm. that, in that neighborhood mm-hmm. yeah i'm happy with waller there okay now we just pound backs and receivers all right you're back up here again we won't look at tight ends for a while now Mm-mm. wide receiver brandon Ayuk, mike williams christian kirk deontay johnson is Deontay your favorite out of those? Take Kirk out of the equation, but they're um, all similar. They're similar. I mean, Deontay's going to catch more passes mm-hmm. than those other two guys. Uh, James Cook, the top back available, followed by Khalil Herbert, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson. Cook brothers or Deontay? I would probably – it's harder to find running backs. backs. I would probably say James Cook. Let's do it. Or Herbert. Or Herbert. Sure sounds like Cook is the one. Yeah. I don't think he's just – they both are going to get pillaged by quarterback touchdowns. Right. Touchdowns are going to be a problem. You're hoping, for, you're hoping Cook catches 50 That's passes. That's why I think he's just got a better chance to out-catch Herbert. Yeah. So you're Let's look, do him. You're really looking for like 150 carries mm-hmm. and 50 – you want 200 touches out of James Cook this year. I mean, the brother synergy, too, is strong. Oh, I mean, that's a really good vibe there. Yeah, you're, right. you're calling your team you know, right. home cooking or Cookie something. Cookie monsters yeah. or something, right? <laughs> All right, James Cook it is in round seven. I like it. All right, so you got three. Got to lean now. towards receiver here. Okay, yeah, now, well, I mean, you still have Khalil Herbert is still there. Mm, it's not bad. A.J. Dillon, Samaj P. Ryan, Jamal Williams. I'd consider Herbert. Kamara's gone, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wide receiver, they got hit hard. Pickens, Gabe Davis, Traylon Burks, Brandon Cooks. Dude. Pickens or Cooks would be fine yeah. or Herbert. Um, I think that's what it comes down to. Let's just Pickens, take Cooks, Herbert. Quarterbacks have been. If you take good. Herbert here, you could probably be done. Yeah. Give or take at running back, you get four <laughs> that play. Yeah. You know, it's, they're not ideal, but you get four that play. The Cook brothers. Um, 
Herbert, Pickens, or Brandon Cooks? Uh, they might be spot. To me, it, it comes started. down to Herbert or Pickens. You would not go Cooks there. Okay. He's maybe in the next round guy mm-hmm. that I would look at. Oh, I'd be throwing I want upside here. Yeah. I think both of those guys have upside. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert's a good player. Yeah. I wish he was in a little bit different situation. If he, if he were, yeah, if he were with a different team mm-hmm. right now, I'd feel better about it. I think I'd lean Pickens there. Okay. I got no qualms with that at all. I mean, he could catch 12 touchdowns this year. Right. I mean, I, I think he could, you know, 70 passes and, mm-hmm. you know, 12 of them are for scores and he puts up 1,000 yards. And I think this is a little late for him and his ADP yeah. will start sneaking up. You're, I mean, you know, okay, now looking at this then, after that the receiver is still available. Cortland Sutton, Elijah Moore, Michael Thomas, Quentin Johnston. I'd much rather pick. I'd much rather pick than all much. those guys. Let's see what's available. Not running back. P. Ryan, Zach Charbonnet, Jarek McKinnon, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, none of the, none of those options really blow my doors Let's off. Who's what, like top suggested? Uh, I'm not taking a quarterback. A chain is there. Jeff Wilson Jr. I don't like any of those guys. Mm-mm. Raheem Mostert, um, Tyler Algier. I do have Bijan. You got Bijan. I bet he's there next round though. Okay. Do you think somebody's going to scarp him up? Quarterback is Daniel Jones. What about Jones? Charbonnet? That's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, if we're talking about upside. Uh, Daniel Jones, Geno Smith, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson at the quarterback position. Is it too early to jump on? And I know you're an Anthony Richardson believer. He's enticing as could be, but that's too early to take my second quarterback. Okay. Tight end, you're looking at Ingram, Pat Farmuth, David Njoku, Dalton Schultz. Nah, I'm married to Waller. Okay. Who I mean, are we talking about at running? Charbonnet? How about we'll say Waller's 32 years old. And I know, I know. Missed some time the last two years. I just don't feel strong enough about my backs and receivers okay. to back up tight ends or quarterbacks yet. This might be a situation, and we talked about it yesterday on the show uh, when, we, when we talked about the do's and don'ts. I think you want to get your first-round draft picks handcuffed. Sooner rather than before somebody I mean, else. They run grab, the ball like before crazy. somebody else grabs him. Would you take him over Charbonnet though? Like in a vacuum, I would rather have Charbonnet. So I feel like I'm taking the lesser player. But I'm just looking here at their, their rankings. Uh, they have Algier as RB46, Charbonnet is RB39. So it's not that different. Yeah. Who's the top receiver again? Uh, and this will be our fifth receiver, right, or fourth receiver. The top suggestion for you is Samaje Pirine, Cortland Sutton, Zach Charbonnet, Quentin Johnston. Hmm. Do you trust Cortland Sutton? I'm thinking about doing something crazy here. Okay. I'm thinking about taking Richardson. Okay. And keeping my fingers crossed that Algier is there in the next round. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay, Anthony Richardson. You're going upside. Yeah. And, hey, Lamar's and injury hard, history is – It's big, and it's hard to trade quarterbacks, especially in this league I'm in. I just think Richardson could be a top-five quarterback this year. Okay. At running back, Algier is still there. Let's just do it. You don't even want to look at anything else. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, well – Okay. Charbonnet there? Jacoby Myers, Sky Moore, Alan Lazard, Nico Collins. Sky you know, and Nico are you know, two of our you, favorites, you know, right? Yeah, you know my love for Sky Moore no, knows no. no bounds. Up to you. I'd say Sky or Algier. We could take out. I mean, if if we don't take Algier here, you're probably not going to get him. That's probably true for both of them. Probably true for probably both. Probably true for both yeah. of them at this stage of the game. Sky would be our fourth or fifth receiver. Well, let me check Maybe here. Pickens. 
Uh, you got Alave, Ridley, Pickens is what you have, and James Cook is your flex right now. So you have three receivers. I'm not married to handcuff world. Sky could be big. Sky could be huge. I say Sky. I think you're leaning that way too, aren't you? I, I've, I'm digging Sky more this yeah, year. I'll take yeah. the upside in that offense. I think he's going to be their number one receiver. Yeah. That's kind of all I need. I mean, I think that's. I think he, he might catch eighty-five passes this mm-hmm. year. In that I mean, it's offense. not going to be like Tyreek. No, you, no. I mean, no. if he catches, not even close. He but, could catch know. eighty-five passes. It might be for nine hundred fifty yards mm-hmm. or something like that. But they score touchdowns. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to use him at the goal lines, mm-hmm. things like that. They like to toss those one-yard touchdown passes. And yeah, is your fourth receiver? That's fine. All right, Sky Moore. It is. Maybe Algiers there at the turn. Or Maybe I might be done at running back because they might just Algiers be just went. Okay. So. Um, are you done then at wide receiver? You got four. I'd consider a backup tight end at this point. Okay. Let's see what's available I mean, if there. Friermuth. Friermuth is there. Ooh, that's enticing. As is Njoku, Onkwankwo, and uh, Tyler Higby. One of whom will be there in the next. Pick. Running back, you're looking at Jeff Wilson Jr., Devin Singletary, Kenneth Gainwell, and Raheem Mostert. I don't like any of those guys. Okay. Gainwell, maybe. You're in Another receiver? Uh, Tank Bigsby is there as well. Ooh, I think I'm taking Tank Bigsby. Okay. I think he's way too underrated. I think he might be their leading rusher. You want Bigsby? Yeah. Okay. I consider Muth around the corner, though. Or even Dejoku or Chig. I get you the fourth. That's that fourth running back now. Okay. So, so we got four backs, four, four receivers. Four backs, four receivers. So now you can pretty much do whatever you need to do. You mm-hmm. get two quarterbacks. I'm done. You there, don't have a tight end, a second All tight right. end. Chig is the top guy available. I'm fine with that. How about uh, receivers or backs? I bet Re- the backs are going to be Receivers, you're looking at Darnell Mooney, Rondell Moore, Romeo Dobbs, Adam Thielen. Uh, to me, maybe Rondell Moore might be the – Yeah. I mean, it's half PPR. This is I think a half PPR, a lot, yeah. right. um, There can't back, be any backs of note, huh? Kenneth Gainwell, Rashawn Johnson, Gus Edwards, Chuba Hubbard. Ugh. Yeah, yuck. Chig? You want to get chiggy with it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had planned on not using picks this early on backup running backs and tight ends, but or backup so quarterbacks and tight ends. That's the way it goes. If it's the best guy on the board, it's the best guy on the board. Okay, so now you're at thirteen five. Let's see who the top suggestion is for you. It's Romeo Dobbs, Zamir White, Cordero Patterson, or the Cowboys defense. Ooh, yuck. Ooh. Yuck, yuck. It has to be a running back or a receiver. I'm not taking a defense aside. <laughs> <laughs> The top receivers bill. Well, Darnell Mooney, Rondell Moore, Romeo Dobbs, Zay Jones. Rondell? Let's look at their running backs real quick. Cordero Patterson, uh, Zamir White, Ty J. Spears. Spears is kind of interesting, too. And Josh Kelly. Spears or Rondell? Hmm. I think Spears. Yeah. I think, I think Spears. he plays in week one and an yeah, injury rookie, away from being. A lot of rookie running backs. That's okay. I don't want old ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you did wait to take your second back. A while. A while. Yeah, just kind of throwing some darts. Yeah, so that's probably not a bad idea. Um, I don't know that you want to go there again. And even Dalvin Cook's a little risky. Right, right. There's He could be a I mean, It might be a 50-50 split. We're in round 14 now. How many rounds total? 15? 15, yes. Okay. Uh, so you still need a defense. You've got the Chiefs, Saints, Steelers, Dolphins. I'm Fading on the Dolphins quickly, Yeah, the whole team. Steelers are my favorite of those. Okay. Um, Might if, just do that. If you want to wait, uh, the top suggestions for you. The Chiefs, the Saints, the Steelers, the Dolphins. They're saying take a defense here. It says Steelers. Okay. 
done. Oh, that was the last. Oh, one. that was it. Okay, that was it. Okay. Oh, they didn't like it. Oh, they didn't like it at all. You got a C minus <laughs> seventy out of that's a worst draft. <laughs> that's that's worst our worst draft, draft yeah, game yeah, yet. Right. Oh, that's promising for my year. You ended up with Lamar Jackson at quarterback, mm-hmm. Bajon Robinson, and Dalvin Cook as your two running backs. Uh, wide receivers: Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley. Tight end, Darren Waller. Your flex is James Cook. Your defense, the Steelers. Then you have on the bench, George Pickens, Anthony Richardson, Sky Moore, Tank Bigsby, Chicken Quanquo, Tyjay Spears. I'm okay with it. I think it's better than the C-. Yeah, I do, too. The only question I would have would be, you've got Lamar, Dalvin Cook, uh, Waller, who are all guys who have – Hard to count on. Yeah, missed some time with injuries in recent Mm -hmm. years. Lamar's backed up strong. Chig's an okay backup, an average backup. Yeah, you're not going to replicate that. I don't love my flex situation. Yeah, I mean, you might be starting Sky Moore there in week one or Tank Bigsby. I would say even like a Bigsby. Or Pickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of hoping for touchdowns. Yeah. A lot of youth. A lot of youth. That's a very young... Mm -hmm. I mean, you got a rookie running back. You got one rookie running back, two rookie, three rookie running backs on that team. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. And I mean, Dalvin Cook. And Spears <laughs> and Alave are second year guys. And, yeah. Right. Sky Moore. Chig's a second year guy. Yeah. Sky's, yeah, yeah. Might call, yeah. That, call that one the youngins. That's my first go round from, from number five. It's okay. I wonder if I didn't do, if we didn't go Lamar third round, obviously that would be a drastically different yeah. build if that's a running it was back or picked right receiver. after with Devonte smith mark andrews t higgins mixon atn damian pierce went in that round mm. even though he wasn't ranked that that high so Devonte smith was the one that i was really torn on yeah and then joe burrow went in that round as well okay but so, i'd much rather have lamar than burrow yeah okay i can live with it that was uh matt's uh picking fifth in his uh his home draft yeah Hope no um, one's listening. Yeah, they probably are. Bad. How are you doing, AJ? a long time, anyway. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. Our live ongoing coverage here from St. Vincent College uh, where the Steelers wrapped up their final open practice of the 2023 training camp. Uh, they won't be here anymore, so don't come on out. Uh, but we appreciate everybody who did over the last uh, three to four weeks. We also appreciate everybody who's been listening. We're going to take a break here. That was the Fantasy Football Focus. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970, our ongoing coverage here from uh, St. Vincent College, where the Steelers wrapped up their practice uh, sessions and their practices for training camp 2023 uh, just a little bit ago. Earlier today, Mike Tomlin had his uh, press conference in the lead-up the lead to the uh, game against the Buffalo Bills on Saturday. And I wanted to play that back to you. Yeah. We'll hear what he said. And then, Matt, I'll sum it all up. Sum it all up here and sum up training camp. Uh, so let's hear from uh, Mike Tomlin. Good afternoon. Man, we're excited about – uh, leaning in on our second preseason opportunity. A couple reasons why. Uh, first, it's a home game weekend. Uh, we're always excited about familiarizing ourselves with Akashur and, and some of the good things and some of the challenges that come along with it. Um, one of the challenges is defensive communication. Um, our home game venue is, a, is an asset to us in that regard, but it does present some challenges from a defensive communication perspective. And so that's one of our little uh, agendas, if you will, in preparation for this game, uh, making sure that we respect that component. We get 
one opportunity in the preseason to play at home. And so defensive communication in the midst of that is going to be big for us. Also just familiarizing ourselves with the itinerary on the home game schedule, um, hotel, um, things of that nature, dealing with traffic. There's a lot of new Steelers. And so we don't take any of those things for granted. We, we need that exposure. Uh, then it'd be interesting to watch the group push through it and, and, and how they remain focused on, on what's really important ultimately their play in the midst of all of that. Um, man, it's a reasonable opportunity to expect us to be better in all areas um, because of last week's exposure, um, not only last week's exposure, but last week's film study um, and then adjustments in terms of what we focused on this week in, in practice, um, some things that we need to do better uh, individually and collectively will highlight our agenda um, in an effort to, to allow these guys to show what they're capable of and their ability to get better in, in designated areas um, and improve. Um, just like last week, man, as I sit here today, um, we expect to play all healthy players. Um, three guys that, 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 that are probably not going to play just based on their level of health as we sit here right now is Larry Ogunjobi, um, Trey Norwood, although he has been practicing in a partial capacity, we'll probably wait till next week on him. And Nate Herbert um, has missed a few days, and it's probably not appropriate to put him in uniform. I am excited about seeing some guys uh, play this year for the first time, guys that we held out last week, guys like Cam and TJ and Minka and Pat P, um, Joey Porter Jr., um, Keanu Neal, uh, KZ uh, are some guys who, who didn't play last week, who are scheduled to play and, and looking forward to watching those guys, particularly the guys that are new to the NFL like Joey or new to us uh, like Keanu and Pat. I'm really excited about seeing the specialist work. Um, you know, last week we played the younger, new specialists. This week we're playing the guys who have Steeler experience. Um, looking forward to watch them, watching those guys execute, um, specifically in the return game. Uh, really interested in Anthony McFarland as a kick returner uh, and Calvin Austin as a punt returner. Um, we focused their efforts last week, man, on their offensive contributions, particularly in the first half of the game. Um, we're really going to be interested in their special teams contributions, those two in particular, uh, this week, um, along with, obviously, their, their offensive responsibility. But looking for those guys to show their capabilities in that space if given an opportunity. Uh, those are just some of the reasons why we're excited. Obviously, um, we're doing a little bit more game planning. Uh, last week, we had one day of prep uh, in, in, in preparation for play. Uh, this week, we'll have two days, and so it's reasonable to expect the guys to display more understanding relative to this week's challenge, to, to play with more fluidity, um, for us to do a few more things schematically because of that additional day. And so all of those things um, I'm excited about seeing from the group. I'll pause and Open it up for questions. Mike, when you got here, you said you better be open to being pleasantly surprised in this environment, were you? You know, um, I, I was surprised on a lot of levels uh, positively. Um, but, you know, um, I'm open to it. And, 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 and I think that that's what uh, this process needs to be about in, in this environment. Sure, we have a hardcore plan. Sure, there's some things that we want to see. But we better be open to adjustments. Um, to give the group what it is it needs, and we better be open to being pleasantly surprised or to see the unexpected. Um, we got 90 guys here we're trying to take to 53, um, and, and, and so we can't have too many preconceived notions in the effort to make sure that this process 
is a fair one. Mike, somewhat along those lines, when you got here, you talked about that feeling in the air that you had the vibe. And how has that manifested itself? A lot of guys have talked about that repeatedly. You know, I just think you, I just think the the individuals bring it. Um, we've been talking a lot about not making things mystical. Um, we're responsible for the creation of a great day individually if we're positive contributors to it. And so um, we're trying to take the mystique out of some of those things. We're not hoping that we're going to have a great day or hoping that there's going to be a positive vibe. We're owning our roles in the creation of it, just like we own our roles in the creation of victory. Um, we're not rabbit's foot type people when it comes to creating victory. And so um, that's been some of the things that's been on the front of our radar as we've developed as a team in this process. Mike, Omar and Andy have discussed the depth that they've been able to add to this roster. Have you, how have you seen that play out here over camp? You know, I'm not looking at it from a depth pers pers perspective right now. I'm just re really interested in giving the 90 guys that are here an opportunity to, to show what they're capable of. And in the midst of that, it will be revealed to us. Um, we respect all 90. Um, we're looking forward to, to, to them stating the case for themselves. And obviously, we feel good about the 90 that we have, that it's highly competitive, and that creates the depth in which you mentioned. Mike, I know focusing on the details is a big thing for you and this team. How have you seen these guys kind of do that every day and, and zone in on, on getting those details right? I think it's just a, continu <clears throat> it's a continual process. Uh, we cannot tire. We'll be continually trying to put that eight pounds in the five-pound bag, we like to say. Um, it is details. Uh, when it's good on good um, and everybody knows what they're doing, it's varsity on varsity, um, what's the determining factor for success? Ultimately, man, it's, it's, it's technique relative to the positions that you play, and it's the detailed understanding of assignments that allows you to play fast and fluid, light on your feet, communicate, uh, and all of those things. Like how much longer will you play Kenny in the first-team offense or will you? We'll, we'll play it by ear. Um, I acknowledge that those guys are going to play. I'll also acknowledge that they're going to play more. Um, but what that is, as I stand here right now, um, I'd be lying if I gave you a direct answer. What do you want to see from Kenny in this outing? Just like I mentioned at the outset, uh, just like I talked about the, the entirety of the group, uh, it's reasonable to expect them to be better in all areas given last week's experience, in-stadium experience. Um, the process by which we go through the tee-up performance uh, is something that we want to capture and master. And so this is the second time for us to do it, and so it's reasonable to expect um, that performance floor to be higher. You obviously don't have any control over who you get to face in the preseason, but are you excited about the challenge of your defense getting to face Josh Allen? Like you mentioned, we don't have control, so whoever shows up and plays, we'll, we'll face them. That approach you talked about a little bit ago, does that explain why there haven't really been any fights or skirmishes, anything we've seen? You know, um, we appreciate tough guys, uh, but this is not an MMA team that we're putting together. And so fights don't help us win football games. And so we've been talking very black and white in that manner. And I appreciate the guys' willingness to, to make that posture or that position real by adhering to it. Mike, what have you seen from Kenny in his first camp as a starting quarterback? Man, I just, I just like the way he's communicating with people. I like the way he comes every day ready to compete. Um, you know, he's not overanalyzing the big picture too much. He's just trying to, you know, play his role in the creation of a great day and, and being there. I think that I think other people, uh, by virtue of his position, get their vibe off of that. And his ability to remain singular fo singularly focused and, and, and hyper-competitive, I think, is an asset to, to our unit and to our team.
Mike, we've seen Cam and TJ have just this kind of goofy relationship in some ways. How do they push each other and maybe bring out the best in each other on and off the field? You know, I watch it, obviously. I'm not in their relationship, but I appreciate it and I watch it. And I just think that both guys are teed up comfortably for their roles in their relationship. Um, Cam is a big brother in, in his real life, and TJ's a little brother in his real life. And I just think that they're comfortable in the ways that they come together on that premise. And um, obviously there's mutual respect, and TJ's a grown man and a, you know, an elite professional. Uh, but their dynamics, I just think it's very comfortable for them because, uh, because of who they are in their personal lives from a brother perspective. Like, is there any potential long-term concern with uh, Okunjobi or Herbig? No. Coach, um, in this game and even in the next week's game, is this the chance for your those fighting for the third-string quarterback to show what they show what they can do to earn the spot? Man, everybody's fighting for everything. I, I, I always smile when you guys try to identify battles. Man, they're all battles. Um, we, we're not assuming anything. Um, I respect every man here and what they're pursuing. And so that's just one of the many opportunities that's, that's being sorted out through this process. You guys have uh, dodged some raindrops and things of that nature out here. Can you talk a little bit about what your field crew means to this? Yeah. Coop and company um, have done an awesome job. Um, first presenting a, some quality fields for us, but also working hard to maintenance them and keep them upright as we tear them down. I can't say enough about the service that they've provided. And there have been some challenges, particularly early on. We had some rain days and so forth. We had to put together a tarp crew. Um, man, we just respect all the roles departmentally that, 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 that make this thing go. And that field group uh, is significant. Mike, what, what have you seen and or liked about Nick Herbig? Has he been everything that you thought when you picked him? Um, he has. Um, obviously, you know, we like doing business with Wisconsin, man, just schematically. Um, the things that they were doing defensively under their former coordinator, Jim Leonard, were things that were very similar to what it is that we do. And so there's less speculation there in terms of your, your vision of what he might be capable of doing. It's the same thing that made us comfortable when we drafted TJ. Um, and louder milk in, in Benton. <laughs> and so um, there's very little speculation schematically. There's a lot of carryover. And, and so I can't tell you that I'm overly shocked at, at what we're seeing from him. It's very much in line with what we saw on Wisconsin video. Mike, what did you see from the tape with Broderick Jones from the game on Friday, and how much is he pushing Dan? Um, I thought he did a really nice job for a first time out. I thought he played with energy. I thought he played with finish, and oftentimes when the guy's in his first opportunity and he's worried about assignment, some of those things are lost. And so it was really good to see him play with physicality and finish, and it's reasonable to expect him to take a significant jump this week and into the next, and what happens over the course of the next two weeks probably will determine that, that component of the discussion that you mentioned. No coincidence he played more than any offensive player. I'm, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> The way you've been able to use your inside linebackers, that give you kind of a lot of flexibility and some mixing and matching of things you want to It's just really a component of today's game, man. We got some varsity inside linebackers and of varying skill sets. And, and so, man, we're, we're just excited about, um, you know, dividing the labor up on a weekend and week out basis to highlight that skill set and um, position ourselves to play really good defense. Got respect for, for the contributions of all of those guys. Um, they've been working in that group, and 
and AC has been a, been doing an awesome job of, of coaching them. And Najee Harris had a Liz Frank injury here last year. Have you done anything differently about the way you approach his workload or what you're doing for him? This Not in response to that injury that you mentioned. It's just about the maturation of him as a professional and giving him what he needs. We don't live in fear regarding injury or injury history. What did you feel that he needed during camp this year as compared to his first couple of years at camp? Um, less physical reps required the older he gets, and that's nothing groundbreaking or earth-shattering about that. Anyone else? All right. Thanks, Steelers guys. head coach Mike Tomlin earlier today with the assembled media uh, talking about the game with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we're going to take a break. Good we'll stuff. come back yeah. and uh, talk about that and uh, finish up the show. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. Uh, you're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio and ESPN 970. We are live at St. Vincent College here in beautiful Latrobe. The skies have opened up. It's beautiful it out is, here. Yeah. Uh, one last day in the sun. Uh, but we'll be getting helicopters gonna... coming to your right too. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, a couple of military copters are maybe coming in to land over at uh, over at the Arnold Palmer Airport. Uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and uh, Matt, we just heard from Steelers head coach uh, Mike Tomlin talking about the uh, game on Saturday. Uh, against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that would be the Steelers' only preseason game at home mm-hmm. uh, this preseason. And he mentioned that, um, well, this is a good opportunity for the defense to work on communication because when you're at home, presumably the fans are loud when the defense is on the field. Yeah. Uh, when you're uh, on the road, it's usually when the offense is on the field. Yeah. Although with Steeler fans, that sometimes that <laughs> sometimes they get blurred that a little bit in other cities yeah. as well. <laughs> guess that's a good point. You always think about. Boy, it's easy for the offense at home. They can communicate well, but it isn't easy for the defense at home. Right. And this is a good offense that they're going to be good. Yeah, going right, right, right. So. No, this is a great test for them. I yeah. mean, anytime Allen's on the field, I mean, look out. That's a stiff, stiff test. So I expect there to be a lot of crowd there, too. Yeah, I, I think crowd. so as well. And, and uh, he also made mention, and we've talked about this, that you know, most of your change or turnover on this roster, and there's a bunch of new guys on this roster, but largely it's on that defensive side of the ball in terms mm-hmm. of the guys who are going to be playing a lot. Like Quan Alexander is a perfect example. You know, like he's really exciting out here. They may yeah. have a find. But what if he's not doing his assignments right in yeah. the games or, you know. Well, I know. So the last uh, the last preseason game down uh, in Tampa, they used Alexander um, and uh, Landon Roberts, Roberts as their green dot guys. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I thought it was just Holcomb. No, it was uh, they used some preseason. You have to have couple, multiple right. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know they're looking at Quan Alexander as being their dime linebacker. He's going to be out there a lot. So alone. Yeah, alone okay. uh, at times. And so you know you, you look at the, that defense. You know Patrick Peterson's a new guy. Joey Porter Jr. a new guy. Both mm-hmm. inside or all three inside linebackers new guys. So mm-hmm. not to know, mention the rookies that. Yeah, the Bettons of the yeah, world. Yeah, that, that communication too, but... has to go through those guys. So that's a big part of this game, I think, for the Steelers. Yeah, that's an interesting aspect of it, and I, I think that's smart to do it in a stadium against a quality opponent while trying to cover Stephon Diggs and yeah. get Josh deal Allen with Josh down. Allen. Right, yeah. right. So that's a, that's a big part of this. Uh, you heard uh, Mike Tomlin saying that uh, you know there's only three guys that really aren't going to play. That uh, being uh, Nate Herbig, um, Larry Ogunjobi, Ogunjobi and yeah. then uh, Trey. Uh, Norwood. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else is kind of in line to play at least a little bit. We're assuming, you know, nobody. Uh, he doesn't talk after after today's practice. We assume nobody got hurt today. I didn't notice anyone. And yeah. It was sort of a lighter practice, but hopefully that's just those three. Yeah. So, and he also made note that well, 
we're gonna we're gonna do two days of preparation for this preseason game. And that, oh, okay. Uh, today being the first day of that, we saw that during this practice here, mm-hmm. the final practice here at St. Vincent College. They'll have the walkthrough, which will be again dedicated to preparing to play the Bills, and then you go go into a real game. So this was more of like a. A walk it wasn't for a full a, week yeah, yeah. thing, but it's like it was more like they played on Sunday, and here's what you got to get ready for a game on Thursday. And there are some, you know, a lot of new guys and the rookies, and this is how you start to prepare for regular season action. You know, yeah. this is our normal Wednesday, it's our normal Thursday, et cetera, you know. Yeah, but uh, that's a yeah. wrap, dude. That's going to do no, it. Uh, we have a lot of people over. to thank here. Uh, of course, C.J. Wolfley has been out here uh, doing all the work. Big time. Uh, out running around out here like crazy, uh, doing night shows and keeping uh, all the everything working here. Wes Euler's doing some of the same work here. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Justin and, and uh, Brian back in studio keeping us on the air all the time as well. Phenomenal. They've done yeoman's work. And, of course, uh, I'd like to thank my partner, Matt Williamson. Well, thank uh, you, Dale. Yeah, absolutely. And we'd like to thank I, you. I for bet we chat again soon. Probably soon. <laughs> uh, but we do want to thank everybody uh, involved here. There's a lot of uh, work here involved and, and a lot of great shows and and uh, we just hope to be one of those. Uh, but we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio and all of our coverage here at St. Vincent College. I'm Dale Lally. We'll talk to you soon. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there. Friendly s and Banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.